Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome all to my podcast called Emotional Abuse Matters. My name is Aminata Ba and you are tuning into episode 4 called Toxic Family Members. I am the founder and CEO of the Ultimate Confidence Bootcamp, a freelance model, a beauty queen, and a motivational speaker. A toxic person is anyone who brings negativity to your life to upset you uh, through their own behavior. You will always feel emotionally exhausted around them. They are intimidating, controlling, easily jealous, overly defensive, and often plays the victim. It doesn't necessarily mean that there are bad people. Many times it's because they deal with their own traumas and stresses and to make themselves feel better, they put it on others. It's definitely not the right way to heal from pain, but they don't understand it. Toxic people are everywhere. They can be among friends, coworkers, neighbors, a random person, and most sadly, your own family members. I didn't grow up in a physical violent family, but I have dealt with toxic behaviors with my close family members. My parents grew in a different generation and environment, most precisely in Guinea, uh, located in West Africa, which is a Muslim country. The culture is very strict and severe, so there are certain things that is not accepted, and they don't understand that things have changed in the 21st century. Even though our society sees things normally, I can't blame them because they also did not have access to the internet, technology back in the days to fully understand everything, even though living in Canada for many years would not make them change the way they view things. I had the basic needs from my parents like food and clothes, but I was not always supported in other ways, for example, extracurricular activities. My parents would always tell me to just focus on school and get a career, which is very common for every parent, Not doesn't matter your culture or race, but I also had other interests like modeling, uh, gymnastics, and they were against it. When I first entered my beauty pageant, I was 18 years old and I didn't need their consent to participate because I was already an adult. But they did not support me uh, and it really hurt me. They said very unpleasant opinions about it, that I was not going to win because I was too shy, not tall enough, and it was not my thing at all. And since uh, that pageant was called Miss Guinea Canada, that Guineans would make fun of me and also uh, if it was my sister she would she would probably win the pageant but not me they really tried to discourage me not to participate but I didn't listen to them and I went ahead I also mentioned on episode 2 of destructive comparison that I was always compared to my sister that was mostly a straight A student and I wasn't It really bothered me because they always want all their children to be straight A students and because of that I was seen like the child that would never amount to anything and I would never be successful in life because I don't work hard and make no efforts. I did sometimes have good grades in certain assignments and classes and I would show it to my parents but they would say oh but you're always good on classes that are not very important or say that um, You are putting yourself down when you can actually get good grades sometimes. But the truth is, uh, they were putting me down. I remember a moment when my sister was in college. There was one class she had trouble with, and she did not end up passing that one class. 
It was a big shock in the family because they know that she works very hard at school. They immediately uh, thought that she got cursed uh, because she recently came back from a trip to Guinea. My mom also mentioned that if it was me, she wouldn't care or be surprised. Both of my parents booked some time off to go and meet that teacher in another city to know why exactly she didn't pass the class. When it comes to house chores, it wasn't really something that I enjoyed doing, but when my parents would ask me to do something, I wasn't immediately refusing or impolite. My sister was always ready and loved helping out with, uh, with house chores and also with the cooking. My mom was saying how no one would marry me because of my lack of interest in succeeding in school and for the house chores and the cooking and that being pretty beautiful would not make me get someone these days. My mother adopted one of my cousins from Guinea uh, due to a personal reason um, and uh, she came here at a young age like preteen age and all. Uh, we grew up together and stuff and she had a very toxic behavior. Um, especially towards me. I mean, me and her, we really weren't really always getting along. Uh, we always have these little beefs and everything. Uh, so many things happened with her. Uh, yeah, she was pretty known as the child that was very toxic. Uh, I know that she did not have an easy life back in Guinea. She lived with her uh, father's wife that raised her and she was not always treating her right and I understand that and it's not always life is not always fair you don't always get what you want and I understand that she's been through a lot and because of what she's been through uh, she came to Canada and she was showing her toxic side on us she was always putting us down uh, because we were Canadian kids and she was seeing as Canada as a very lame country like it sucks to be born in Canada and everything she was always putting us all of us down um, so many things happened with her if I can explain a situation uh, where she really really uh, went off okay on me um, so basically I was uh, 16 years old okay when it happened uh, I was I met this guy at a party and I took his phone number we started talking and I was really attracted to the guy even though he was uh, like uh, he is like way older than me okay I was like underage but he was like maybe in his early 20s and all but we just texted and everything nothing really happened uh, between me and him and it was I think near the New Year's of 2011 and I was texting him okay that I wanted to meet him uh, the day after and we were we went to this family uh, house I don't remember like my friend's family's house we, were, we went all together there I was texting the guy and uh, my cousin's best friend uh, was there and she realized that I was so much in my phone so she asked me who I was texting you're always on your phone and I didn't reply I said, whatever and then 
she came and grabbed my phone like I was not expecting for her to grab she grabbed my phone in a very gentle way and went in the washroom locked herself and read all my messages and I was like shoot oh my gosh I was not expecting this to happen and this was so not right I was like oh she read everything she read so what she did she immediately went and informed my cousin which is her best friend I totally understand that and told my cousin everything the day after I didn't really care that my cousin knew I was meeting her that like I was not I wasn't expecting for her to go on and off or do something about it right so I just went and I met the guy and everything and we I went to the guy's place we chilled we talked uh, but my phone was ringing um, a lot like it was like in the evening around 8 p.m. my phone was ringing my sister was like where are you I was getting calls from my dad I mean I where are you I was like I just went out what's wrong like where did you go I mean all the stores are closed because it was the New Year's Day January 1st I was like oh I just went out to chill I'm coming back by this time it wasn't even that late like maybe around 8 9 p.m. okay and you know what I was getting so much calls I was like I didn't know what was going on uh, I felt something was going on and then the guy was also wary he's like wait why are they calling you like and then he's like okay you know why you should just go home I think something is happening so he he brought me to the bus stop and then I went back home when I arrived home my dad my mom my sister my brother and her and the cousin they were all staring at me I was like oh my gosh what's going on I was panicking oh my gosh and actually you know what what before I entered the house I felt that something bad was gonna happen so before when I was in the bus going back home I deleted the guy's number and all the messages because I, I, I felt that there's something related to that situation happened I came back home and my dad was like come here sit down where did you go just went out to chill well, all the stores I closed today where did you go and then my sister looked at me and she was pointing my cousin that like saying that it was her that told the parents that I went to see a guy. <sighs> Knowing that my parents are very religious, strict parents, it is not allowed to go see a man if you are not married or if it's not your fiance or your husband. It's against the culture to go see a guy, to go to a guy, even dating before getting married isn't unless you know that's gonna be your husband it's against the the freaking the, the culture and my cousin is totally aware of it <sighs> she's in the same generation as us okay even though she, she was born in Guinea but she knows in the culture that it's not acceptable and you are my cousin you should be protecting me from my parents and our generation is not the same as their generation. There's certain things that you shouldn't be saying to the parents and she's fully aware of it. But she went ahead and did it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in big trouble. 
uh, my dad told uh, my sister to take my phone and to look at my messages and my cousin was there being the parents pet oh yeah uh, my sister was saying okay so I see contact I see this person here my, my sister was reading the name out loud and my cousin was saying oh yeah that's her friend at school that's da 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 and yeah because uh she so basically she told all uh, to my parents everything that i went to see a guy that her best friend told me that she read the messages on her phone and my mom was like why didn't you guys tell us before she left the house you guys knew that she was going out she wouldn't have left the house she was like oh well the reason why i didn't do it because i thought that she wouldn't go so that's why she went to tell the parents and i was like oh my gosh so what happened my dad's like okay put yourself like let's go to the hospital they brought me to the hospital to check if I was a virgin I went to the hospital I started crying 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 we went to see the doctors and they were like what's the problem what okay so the reception it was like what why don't you why can't she just tell you guys that she did it? Why are you guys bringing her in the hospital? And I told the nurse that uh, the, the reception, no, nothing happened. So we still went to see the doctor. The doctor did not check me out. Did you? It was just there talking to me what happened. So I explained to them everything that happened in tears. So this is, this is, this is like, okay, you know what? Were, they happened is, did, did something happen? I said, nothing happened. We just talked and chilled with the guy. And they gave me advices on what to do, what not to do. And they said that we're not going to check her out. And they told my parents that we are not allowed to check her intimacy. They're not allowed to do that. And they told that my parents that nothing happened. So I felt so sad. We went back home. And um, I, the whole night, I was crying. I did not sleep. And I was confused. I didn't know what I was like. Am I in a dream? Am I in a nightmare? Did this really happen to me? I was like, I can't stay in this house anymore. I packed my things. I was packing my things. I'm like, I'm gonna leave this house. I'm gonna run away. I just can't stay here anymore. Like, do you know how I felt bringing you to the hospital to check if you're a virgin? Can you believe it? Like, how you would feel if someone did this to you I packed my things I was like I'm leaving this house and suddenly when I, I opened the door I felt someone was coming down the stairs I'm like oh my god who's that and it was my dad he came he closed the door come let's sit in the living room so he was so sad he was crying 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 I'm so emotional right now because I remember the situation like it was yesterday. He was crying, he was like, so everything we did for you, we did this to you. Like he was saying all the things that I did for you. I gave you this phone, I did this for you, I did that for you, and you're just going to leave us. I didn't say anything and I was crying also on my end. He called my mom. My mom was like, I mean, are you serious? You're making your dad cry, you're making me cry. So you went to see a guy and you don't want us to say anything. 
my dad is like if you want to leave the house you can leave but not at this time it was too late it was like maybe two three o'clock in the morning it's like it's too late and it's not safe to be out at this time and it's like if you want to go to montreal to your uncles i can drive you right now but i can't leave you go out like that i was like i don't want to stay in this house anymore i said i told him that i don't feel comfortable i don't want to stay anymore after all of this happened my mom was crying they got dressed we went in the car driving around we went to the police station and the police advised me and told me he told me not to leave my parents uh, that I should stay with them and he gave me advices and all I was like uh, I was very confused I didn't know what to do what to do at the end of the day I'm like you know what I don't even know where I was going to go anyway so I went back home and I was in full depression crying crying and my sister the morning my sister came she came in my room she you know she's like oh my god why is there a luggage where were you trying to go i was like are you all my person where did you were gonna go i was like i don't know my voice my sister was there she was trying to re reconfirm me like since crying i don't want you to be in depression and she told me everything about how my cousin said it to my parents and then she's like, you see, we were calling you while you were out. You were not picking up the phone, you were not telling us where you went. So because of you were not saying, um, saying where you were, she's like, you know what, I'm gonna, she, uh, the cousin said she would go and tell the parents because she, Aminata is not saying where she is. And she's also very naive and she will let the guy touch her and everything. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell the parents. So that's why she went to tell the parents and um, when we came back from the hospital she told me she asked my sister so did they check her and my sister said no and she's like oh she got lucky but if it was in Africa they would immediately check if she was a virgin or not but we're in Canada she said that to my sister my sister explained it to me she's like oh my god Aminata be strong focus on school college you see this girl she does not like you she doesn't want to see you succeed it's so obvious and like be strong i mean stop crying stop crying my sister was there supporting and comforting me saying i mean it's okay it's okay don't worry and since she was studying in another city she was going to leave and she said, Ami didn't say it. She won't say anything to anybody. And her best friend will, will also not say anything to anybody. It was so sad. Like, and it was, I was in shock. In shock. Like, I couldn't believe that she would actually, she could do this to me. So... My dad uh, saw I was very depressed, so he brought me to, he told me to go to Montreal for like a week before school starts again. So we, I went to Montreal with my brother for a week, came back and I felt way better. But I decided to cut off my cousin and not talk to her 
I was so in shock that I couldn't come and confront her about because I was so you know how when you're a situation you're shock you don't want to be to do anything with the person you don't want to sit down and talk to the person and say why why did you do this to me so i stopped talking to her for like maybe four three to four months i stopped and then my mom comes to me why aren't you talking to her anymore and i was like i don't want to talk to her anymore she says a lot of stuff about me everything she did i'm gonna stop talking to her my parents didn't feel that the cousin did anything wrong because she informed the parents are not the enemy so she informed us that you want to see a guy for the parents but it was still wrong for her to do what she did she was very very wrong very very wrong to do what she did but the parents did not see it that way because we're not the same we don't see things the same way i stopped talking to her and then she felt so like she didn't feel that she did anything wrong and she didn't never apologize for what she did for her she didn't do anything I just for her she's like oh I did it for her own good which is so not true she did not do it for my uncle she just wanted me to be humiliated for the whole family to know that I was no longer a virgin she did not like me at all and she just wanted me to be humiliated but at the end of the day her plan did not work but the whole situation how everything happened is still bothering me and it's still affecting me until today it's a situation that i will never ever forget that she did so after that uh, my mom reconciled me and the cousin and i forgave her without getting an apology from her everything went back to normal but guess what? Her behavior is still her behavior. She did not learn from that situation at all. And she did not change after that. So a year, maybe two, three years later, another situation happened where I was outside with my friends at the beach. She hears a rumor about me people talking about me saying I was doing a lot of things in the city of Toronto okay she was not living with us anymore she left the city to go study elsewhere and guess what so she hears stories about me people saying I I do prostitution I drink when I drink I can't control myself so I do whatever I want in the city Ever since I started my beauty pageants, that's where I started doing those things. She hears that, she calls my mom and tells my mom that. I come back home, again, same situation, my mom, I mean, that's her. Or is it true, you're doing all of that? I was like, what, where is that coming from? I see a text from my sister, I mean, what did you do? I was like, oh my God, where is all of this coming from? And I was thinking, I was thinking, I was like, hmm. And then my mom was like, I was like, I'm like, who told my mom? And mom was like, oh, it's a Guinean girl from Ottawa. And boom, guess who it was? My cousin. I was like, I wasn't really shocked. She, the first thing I did is I texted her. I was like, what is going on? Oh, there's people in Ottawa, girls here talking shit about you, saying so much things about her. I was like, mm-hmm. What I did is I, I blocked her on every social media account. Boom. I didn't cut her off for that, but I blocked her on, and when I blocked her on the social media, on Snapchat and everything, she totally understood why I did it. 
and um, that was another situation that she did she did not learn from what she did before she continued with that so when we're talking about toxic people I'm saying that they're never going to change and um, this cousin after this the rumor part when she called my mom when she was on we're not in the same city I continued talking to her normally but after I blocked her she totally understood and she didn't really bother me after that um, but recently um, she tried again she tried again and like recently now 2021 me and her are no longer talking and I decided me and her it's we're like really done I, did, I saw that there's some people are that are never ever going to change no matter what and that's how they are so what happened the recent experience of 2020 I celebrated my 25th birthday I did a lunchroom party with my girls in an apartment it was a fun night it was one of my best birthdays I had a lot of fun even though I don't have this girl on my snapchat anymore there's still friends in common that we have that probably know her and me that would tell her oh your cousin did a birthday party and everything and now um it wasn't like a humiliating situation this time but i knew it was coming from her okay i came back home and then was like, oh my mom's like oh i mean that's how well, you have a group of friends now or what you have a group of friends or what you post so much things on social media i was like you know what i recently had my birthday party and i'm i'm pretty sure it was related to that party every time i'm having a great time there's always going to be the cousin that's going to try to ruin my moment i knew it was coming from her when my sister texts me and brings up things again oh aminata she said that 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 about i was like oh ooh. i was in shock i was like you know i know it's coming from her so you know what i'm gonna do this is what i decided to do i was tired of it and i knew it was it was going to go on and go on so you know what i texted her a long message uh pretending that i was someone else but it was related to me but it was coming from me i was like stop doing that like the message was a long message i was just telling her to please stop bringing up stuff to my mom when whatever you hear people say about me that's my life and it's not of your business if you can't come and tell me directly your cousin your own blood cousin about what people say don't go and tell my mom we are adults now we are no longer teens or children. You can come to me and say it. If you can't come, then don't go and tell my mom. I wrote her a long message. She took it wrong because I did not offend her. I, did, I just told her how I felt. Like I just wanted her to stop doing what she was doing. People are always going to talk about you no matter what you do. So I just wanted her to stop doing that. She took it wrong and showed her defensive side. Oh, so you think people are gonna stop talking about you blah 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 I was like it's not about people saying things I don't care what people say it's about you passing the information to my mom I want you to stop doing that that's all she's like you know what blah 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 stay in your corner I'll say on mine I didn't really didn't care stay in your corner and stay in mine I can do that I've already done it before so this cousin block 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 finish me and her were done for good and no one is ever never gonna try uh to reconcile us ever again it's never gonna work 
anybody can try but this time it's not gonna work so you see guys our parents want the best for us but it's sometimes that they don't always use the proper ways to show it to us it's very uncomfort uncomfortable when your parents don't wish you happy birthday just because they're mad at you for not making them happy always caring what other people say about their children and not being able to talk about your feelings to them if you have no choice to stay with them stay until you feel prepared if you feel that the environment is too toxic and you're really not getting along with them it's better to move out but only do it when you're ready because life out there is also not easy at the end of the day a family member stays a family member but that doesn't mean you need to keep them in your life if you have a dysfunctional family member you need to set boundaries with that person because they're humans being like the rest there's a quote that says that your enemy is never far away from you Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This was episode four of Toxic Family Members. I hope you're excited for the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye.